How's it going? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> hoping is hoping that this thing works. <laughs> well, we've made it this far. We're we're live. Hello? You there? Did we lose you? I hope we didn't lose you. Uh oh. You still there? I, I'm trying. I got a notification. You got disconnected for a little bit. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hello? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I got you. All right. So let's see if Ben joins us. But how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. You know, I, um, so this is episode 30. Wow. Officially episode 30. Um, there, there was, um, I think there was another episode that I recorded and, and I didn't get to finish. We didn't finish the interview. So I'm rescheduling with that guest so we can finish the second half yeah. of the interview. But, but, you know, otherwise this is episode 30. I thought 30 was a good number to kind of end the first season on and then, um, and then come back, come back and do a, do a second season. So I've already started recording and interviewing folks for the second season. I'm looking forward to that because I think, um, some folks want to do it in person. Um, so mm -hmm. that's exciting. Um, um, but honestly, Zoom, you know, I use Zoom to record the podcast and it's become like a crutch. And yeah. it's just so easy. You know, it's easy to edit. And if, um, you know, doing it in person, not that I don't want to, I think it's like tons of possibilities. But doing it in person, now I've got to think about um, where do we set up the camera, right? I, I, I need to invest in a good, you know, recorder. Um, sort of like the one that we used with the, mm -hmm. with the, um, with the FYE podcast, um, just something reliable. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> ben, if you've got, if you've got a headset, use the headset because you were getting some feedback on you. I can hear, I can hear my voice on your end. Is that any better? There you go. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was trying to go off of my computer because that's where I have my, my mic but no. looks like off the phone is the best way to go yeah it, it didn't really give us much of an option other than on the phone other than really gotcha oh okay well this is um this is my first time doing this live so podbean has this function where you can schedule you know a live podcast and then you can share the link with folks so viewers can can um, can log in and and listen um, and so I thought, well, let's give it a try. I thought what, uh, you know, I wanted to do something different for uh, a season one finale. So I thought this was the way to go. So we'll see. I, um, I, uh, before we continue and I, and I formally welcome you all to the podcast, I would like to say, you know, I got off Facebook, um, a few years ago and I think, uh, I've been on the fence about getting back on just to share the podcast just because I, you know, I, I think I have a lot more followers and friends still on Facebook, and I think it'd be a, it'd be a neat way to, to share it. Um, but you know, we can talk about that, you know, today in the episode, and actually anything else you all want to talk about. So um, thank you all for joining me. Would you guys mind introducing yourself to the audience real quick, Aaron? Why don't we start with you? Sure. Hi, I'm Aaron Reyes. I am a former student of Dr. Salivar here. I am also. Uh, an incoming student for a graduate program pursuing my master's in sociology. I formally 
uh, recruited students for the college uh, level I, at a local university, and I am now a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. Ben, how about you? So, hi, my name is Ben. Uh, also, I don't think I ever took any classes with Jay. I don't know if you ever taught at at, at a couch, but went to a couch. Also, met Jay through through there and Viano Grande, um, and then came up to A and M to go to school and ended up finishing my bachelor's. And I'm currently getting my master's in exercise science uh, with an emphasis in strength and conditioning um, at ETSU. Um, but I am online, so I'm still living here in College Station, um, kind of working, doing lots of different things, and um, I guess we can possibly get into those later if y'all would like. Nice, thank you, Ben. And and um, you know, I, um, I I wanted to to bring you back, Ben, because you were on the you were actually the first guest, and I know a lot's happened with you just in the few months since that first episode, and then Aaron. You know, Aaron, I think um, you and I have talked a lot about the podcast and, and our, about our work. And I had both of you on um, an episode that I wanted to do, um, a roundtable episode, right? And I was looking at recent college graduates to come in and talk about your experiences. So that one, that episode, I I, uh, I do plan to post it, but I, I'll probably um, edit it down a little bit. I know we, we actually went uh, fairly long. And um, trying to figure out what's where's the best way to put that, where's the best location to put that episode, because um, I, I think like these roundtable discussions, I'd like to make them like a kind of like special episodes. So maybe do like a Patreon type thing or something. And and I'm not I'm not looking to get rich off of this stuff, right? But you know some you know folks can pay like a dollar a month or something, and and we'll we'll create these you know these unique episodes of just like roundtable conversations. Um, with folks and and um, just because throughout the the season there were a lot of themes that emerged and so bringing people back to talk about like specific things themes I think would be pretty cool yeah for sure I like that idea quite a lot so um yeah I I don't um well I guess to get us started maybe Ben Ben why don't you give us a an update. What's going on with you? Where are you at um, now compared to where you were at a few months ago when we um, when we first uh, had you know started off the podcast? So the probably the biggest change that's happened. Or I guess there's been a lot of changes that have happened, so I can't say one is bigger than the other. Uh, but I picked up a new full time job working doing custom home sales um, for a home builder here in town, uh, which is kind of weird timing, right? Because of lumber and housing, almost a crisis I, I possibly I might go, go for it and say. Um, so it's kind of cool being, being able to live uh, through this interesting time of COVID and ridiculously small number of inventory and um, the, the boom for people wanting more homes because of their, their interest rates are so low. So, so picked up that. I've uh, been learning a lot and about an entirely new industry. And it's something I remember after taking this job, something I remember saying was uh, on your podcast was like, construction is not for me. You know, I want to stay out of construction. <laughs> and I, after I fixed up the job, I was like, man, I, sound like, I look like a hypocrite. Um, but it's just kind of, 
like then the, the way things kind of play out, you just you, you never know. Um, and so things kind of lined up for me and ended up taking that position with some really good people. Uh, the Reese family, they're just they're really, really good people and I'm very happy to work for them. Um, still working at the country club and just have become more busy there directing the director of the, the youth camp under fitness. Um, so able to, to kind of oversee something, I guess, a little bit more and that's kind of been fun. Um, done with two semesters of uh, the masters and then I've ventured out to start two different construction companies and a cocktail company as well. Uh, so kind of kind of doing a little bit here and there, trying to do a lot. Uh, hopefully some things are on the right, in the right uh, path, I guess. Um, started a nonprofit as well. Uh, so lots lots of little things. Yeah. They're, all, they're all in the beginnings. They're all in the beginnings, but um, hopefully they will continue to grow as we move forward. Ah, so Ben, besides putting us all to shame, not having accomplished... <laughs> <laughs> nearly, you know, a, a, a fraction of what you've done in the last several months. Um, it sounds like you've you've really grown a lot. You know, I think to your point about sounding like a hypocrite. I mean, you're a young man, um, and um, and so you know, life life's going to throw all sorts of things at you, and you know, your experience. You know, you thought, okay, I don't con construction isn't isn't something I want to do. But here you find yourself now with this new opportunity. Um, you know, I wish you the best. And I don't know I, I, if I've learned anything from the podcast and from my guests is, um, is just kind of, you know, you, you learn as much as you can um, to make it take advantage of opportunities. Um, because if we don't, right, we, we never learn about ourselves if we kind of just stay in our comfort zone and never really push ourselves, we never realize or uh, learn new things about ourselves, right? And I, I think for me, like the podcast, I had no idea where it was going to go. And it has been an incredible learning experience for me. I know it's something that the lessons that I've learned from my guests are, are things that I've shared with my students and that I'm going to continue to share. And, um, you know, I, I it, it's been for me, it, it has just been an, an exciting um learning opportunity all around. And so for you, sir, I, I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate you coming on and sharing and giving us this, this update. Um, and I'm excited to hear more about what you have going on. And, you know, maybe you can come back again on the podcast during season two or season three. Maybe we do an in-person one with you. Um, you can tell us. I would especially love an in-person podcast episode with you around this uh, cocktail business um, yes. because I, <laughs> because I'd, I'd love to see what you've got cooking there. Um, I'm a big cocktail fan. Um, and so, um, so yeah. Told me can... A little bit about your, your cocktail experiences during college. And I thought that was the wildest, <laughs> coolest thing. And I, when I told me about that, I was like, Oh, like what, what are the chances? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just how people connect. So, so, so cool. Um, I, thought was, I thought that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I thought it was, uh, I don't know. I thought, you know, what a coincidence, right? What a coincidence. Yeah. Here, here you are going out and um, 
pursuing this this uh, dream of yours and and uh you know i i could relate to it on some level and and i know when when i had that conversation with you outside the podcast right we had a long phone conversation yeah and um you know for for me it inspired me a little bit and um when i was in college and when i was graduating i remember sitting in this um in this little, I, I don't know that I would call it a restaurant. I mean, it was an eating spot there on campus. It was a small restaurant. And I'm, in, I'm sitting there with my buddy Alvaro. And, and Alvaro was one of my guests on, an, or on one of the podcast episodes. And we're sitting there and I start drawing. I start sketching a bar. And I tell Alvaro, Alvaro, I want a bar. I want to I, I wanna own a bar when I graduate. Because I just, I loved, um, and it wasn't like I was looking forward to having like my own just giant stash of alcohol, right? But it was about the conversations that, that that happen when you're a bartender and getting to know people and building relationships. And I, I just love that aspect of it so much. And so the conversation with you kind of re- reminded me of that. It wasn't something I pursued right after, right after college. You know, I was trying to get my feet wet, trying to start a new career. But it's something now that I would like to revisit and maybe even pursue. So I appreciate that, sir. Thank you for, for that, sharing what you're doing and maybe inspiring me a little bit. Uh, I, I'm excited and hopefully it comes to fruition for you in whatever capacity. That'd be really fun to, to see go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would. I would. Um, Aaron. So Hi. Aaron, you, <laughs> Hello, you, Aaron. You were... You were tell us about what you were. Well, you you told us when you introduced yourself, right? You were um, recruiter for your local university, and you were you consider yourself now a free agent. But um, I mean, you said you're going to be starting a master's in sociology. Um, tell us about that. Tell us about you know what what it is that you hope to be doing, um, and how do you feel getting getting ready to start uh, this master's program? No, yeah. Um, well, let me let me start first off. I want to pile on on Ben for a second and say, you're not a hypocrite, Ben. I think if, if the very little I know, um, you're, you're seeming to be on the right path because you're adjusting and you are making the best of your situation as far as um, construction, right? Like, I mean, I, I just, I spent, so recap, I spent a year and a half at this past job, which was unrelated to my degree. And I can definitely see how someone in that similar situation um, finding a job after the degree can stick with that for the rest of their life, even though it's not something they planned on doing. So I think whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. But um, yeah, yeah. As far as what I'm going through, what I'm feeling, um, I, every day I feel dread a little bit. <laughs> but I, I, I think I, wait, wait, dread? Why dread? Yeah, that's an interesting description there. Like, okay, I'm moving across the country, uh, South Texas to Boston um, to start my master's program at Boston College. I need to find an apartment. I need to find a job. And I need to be able to sustain myself living over there as well. I also have a cat, uh, Little Mittens. And I have (laughs) a vehicle, uh, which I bought last summer. Actually, today is the one-year anniversary. I I got an update on Facebook. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) And so... Cats are expensive. Cars are expensive. Living in Boston is insanely expensive. And the program has uh, the classes during the day at like 11 a.m., 1 p.m. And 
jobs that I think I could get with my degree are all like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So that just wouldn't work out. So the past couple of nights, I've just been watching Harry Potter at like up until three in the morning because I, I feel <laughs> in the pit of my stomach dread. But also, I just know it's it's myself. It's my own head. I need I can adjust, obviously. So today, I actually spent some time looking at, um, I guess, quote unquote, uh, odd jobs, jobs that would let me work different hours, like uh, teaching English on, online um, to students around the world or maybe working at a library that sometimes closes at 9 p.m., you know, just kind of trying to find a way to make it work. And, you know, um, a, a quote I heard a long time ago, it's when the shit hits the fan, turn the fan off and clean up. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that, but that, I like that. I may use that. Go and I'll just, I'll just quote you. I'll just say. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't tell Jesse Esquerdo. so you know um aaron i i think uh, i think you are going to be fine i think you do have to adjust and um you know it if um there are right there you're not the only graduate student in that program yeah and so i think uh, connecting with folks up there figuring out learning about what they do right? To supplement income or to help themselves out, pay for school, but also just pay for the, the, the daily right expenses, I think is going to be critical and important to you um, for your success, right? And it's kind of, I, and, and you, you, can, um, you can reaffirm, you can reaffirm this or confirm this when you get there, but I imagine like going and starting a program at a new school, new environment, it is kind of like experiencing college all over again on another different level. But it's, it is going to require a lot of those, the help-seeking skills, the networking skills. A lot of the things that, that you know, I, I think we uncovered, maybe not uncovered, but confirmed throughout like the podcast, just what were those critical skills that, that's, that folks needed to be successful and to do well in school and then and thereafter in their professional lives. Um, and so, you know, you've got those skills. It is just about, um, using them, right. Maybe refining the skills. It is a new environment, new people, um, new networks, new relationships, but you know, you're, you are definitely going to have to utilize those skills. So it, I would say, just remind yourself, you've done this before. You're now, you're just going to do it in a different place, different location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's such a cool new chapter of life. And so, Ironically, um, one of my good friends, Jessica, just left my house just a couple minutes ago. Uh, she is on her way. She's graduated from vet school, and she's on her way to uh, Las Vegas tomorrow morning. Uh, and something she always wanted to do is travel and go to a new spot. And so listening and kind of being along the process, I haven't been through, your, through the progression of you getting here, Aaron, um, but being able to see hers and kind of put that kind of, liking the two together it's just going to be and also just just in general it's a, such an exciting time and it makes me excited for you kind of it makes me a little bit nervous um but you're going to have this next chapter of just amazing life experiences and whether you stay there and then or, or you move and you find a phd or you you come back to, to couch elsa or the valley 
any one of those routes, you will come back and you'll be, be you will be better for them uh, for, for the for going to Boston and then now progressing to that next chapter. Um, so kudos for for definitely as as uh, Jay said at the very beginning, kind of being uncomfortable and challenging yourself and growing and learning. Uh, I think this is maybe not. I don't know. In my head, it's a big deal. Um, I don't want to make it like a crazy big deal, <laughs> make you more nervous about it. But at the same time, it's it's a big deal in a really cool way, right? Uh, so kudos, man. No, thank you guys. Yeah, it, it definitely is a big deal. Um, I, I, there's no escaping that. Just <laughs> looking at the drive over there by itself is a big deal. Um, actually, moving the wheels, turning turning the wheels to like make progress and finding an apartment and locking it down with confidence and that I can pay for it is it's a big deal. But I think, I think, I think you're right. Ultimately uh, the goal, um, whether I go to get my PhD or whether I stay in Boston, whatever it may be, I do want to make some kind of positive change. I, I, and I, I, I reaffirm myself with this because my my secret fantasy that I haven't been so secret about <laughs> is is not going to Boston, not going to, to grad school, and moving to Austin, Texas, and uh, using the money I saved up so far to live more comfortably than I would in Boston for sure, but also uh, you know still close to my family and have more fun. But I mean. It would be fun, but I, I also know it's been done because I have friends up there and I have those resources and it's something that's I, I know is achievable. I think Boston is at this different level because it's, it's, I mean, it's like when you go to history class and you, you see someone like you succeeding, you're like, oh, I can do that. Well, I, there's not as many <laughs> for myself uh, people in Elsa from Boston, right? But there yeah. are some. There definitely are some. You know, um, and I hear you, and, and uh, I, um, uh, but yeah, you're right. Like, like uh, not everybody, not everybody's doing the Boston thing. I know this is something that you've always wanted to do, and you've thought about doing. Um, and and Austin's not going anywhere, right? Yeah. That opportunity, I don't think, is going to go anywhere. Um, you know, if you might go to Boston and find that, that you love it and, and you find yourself there and create opportunities for yourself or find opportunities there. But, you know, you, you don't, you'll never know until you get there mm -hmm. and until you experience it. Um, you know, and, and whatever direction you go, you know, we, we support you and wish you the best and we'll always be a resource for you. Um, but yeah, I, I, I appreciate your candidness and just talking about like, you know, your doubts and, and some of your anxieties. Um, it, it kind of, it, <laughs> it gives me um, an idea for, <laughs> for the podcast. Um, <laughs> like now I think, wow, we should have special episodes where we have, uh, we have guests on and, and then, and then folks can, folks can join us and folks find themselves in a situation where like, should I go to grad school? Should I go to law school? Um, this is where I'm at in my life. And, um, and I, I you know, I, I think, 
not to give people certainty, but maybe just give people options and give them and ask them some good questions to give them perspective, right? Because I don't know, I feel like over the last few weeks, what I've, I've been saying a lot of is when you're knee deep in it, it's really hard to have perspective because um, you only see like what's immediately in front of you. And folks from the outside can come in and, and they can give you a different kind of perspective and ask you some really good questions that maybe you haven't thought about. Um, and so maybe there's a need for that. I don't know if there is, but if there is, I, I would love to, to be I able to help folks. Idea. Yeah, I would love to help people in that situation. Um, if I had to do, like, just full disclosure, if I had to do grad school, and by grad school, I mean my doctorate, I, I totally would have done it differently. Um, yeah. Because um, I, 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 it was like, um, like for me, the thought process was, what is the absolute hardest way I can earn a PhD? <laughs> I, I'm going to go that route. Let me take that route, right? And it could have been so much easier, so much more fulfilling. Not that I, I don't appreciate it and in, I didn't enjoy it, but I didn't get to reap the full benefits of it. And I think, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really talk to anybody about it. Um, I just kind of put my, you know, just you know, look forward and said, this is what I'm going to do, but didn't think about like, okay, let's, let's th talk about this realistically, rationally, you know, what are your options? And I didn't do that with anybody. And I would have appreciated that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think that, I think that would be an awesome idea. I know there's been times in my life where there was a couple of resources that I definitely had that were really, really awesome resources um, that I still have to this day. Um, but being able to have a, a roundtable discussion with a group of individuals that have either maybe not experienced that specific graduate degree, but have gone through graduate school and can offer some insight um, would have been really helpful. And I mean, even to, to this day, I'm in, I'm in the master's program. I still reach out to people who have worked in the lab um, who are currently getting their postdocs that are like, hey, this is, you know, this is my experience, and, and you know, you can make your decision based off of this. Um, but it's kind of nice to, to to talk to people about it and kind of let it all be out in the open and be as honest as possible. It definitely helps um, kind of guide my decisions. So I think that'd be really awesome uh, to have. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so we we need to figure out we need to figure out what to do. One, you know, over the last couple of days, actually, the, maybe the last week. Um, I've, I've been thinking about how do I maximize, right, the potential of this podcast. So um, I've been talking to Aaron about, you know, just doing the video or uploading uh, excerpts of the video from the, from, the Zoom, from the Zoom interviews onto YouTube. But I've even talked about um, with my wife and some of my business partners about creating, like, um, listening guides. And just to get young people to, you know, teach that teachers could utilize and so, you know, if they're following the podcast, if they want to utilize the podcast for their classes, because um, I, I ideally, right, I wanted to share, I wanted the podcast for students and I wanted the podcast for parents, but for students, especially if, um, you know, creating listener guides so that teachers, right, and aligning it with like state standards and things like that. But so then the teachers now have more of an excuse, right, to use it in class. Students can listen to the podcast and then just 
think about themes and think about, you know, the, the guests and, and do they see themselves in the guests or, you know, do they understand what it means to network? Do they understand, you know, a lot of these concepts that, that my guests talk about, but that I don't think we talk to young people about. Um, and so they get to school, they get to college, and all of a sudden they're thrust in these positions where, holy, holy crap, I've got to go talk to somebody. I've got to go talk to my professor, and I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to ask. I don't know how to talk to the people sitting next to me. Um, you know, or, or I have these questions about school or about college or about majors, about careers, and I don't want to ask anybody because I don't want to sound stupid. And um, because I know that was the feeling that I had a lot of times, but, you know, getting, getting more young people to use it, to use the podcast, listen to the episodes and, and, and engaging with it. So, um, you know, I, I think even just creating these opportunities where folks can chime in or join us and we can kind of not counsel, but guide and just share our perspectives on things like graduate school or even majors and things like that, I think would be cool would be really cool. I think if possible, uh, the, the app Clubhouse, uh, it, it, it literally is this. And so um, I have done uh, several podcasts, not really podcast, but several talks on Clubhouse. Um, you just flip, you go into a room or you create a room, you, you title it something, uh, and then people will join and everyone, the, the host has the ability to, to give the approval to certain people that have raised their hand to talk. And uh, so it's, it's a round table and it's, it's mediated by the host and everyone raises their hands um, to, to speak. And it's worked out really, really well. I've met a lot of really cool people, um, people that have wanted a podcast. Uh, and I think that could be a diff a definitely a cool little avenue to go down. Um, and just you, you would take the name as, you know, uh, the way to college uh, or, or you could just go to Jay as well, prefer that, but either way. And this is called what? This is Clubhouse? Yes. And so you, you do need it's you need to be invited to it. Um, and so the only people that can invite you are the people who are currently members. Um, I if and so it, it also depends on how many uses you have. The more uses or the more activity you have on the the app, the more invites you're given. Uh, so I was given two to start and I, I could possibly have more or, or possibly not depending on if they've given me more. Um, so I'm only allowed a specific amount of invites that I can offer. Huh. That sounds interesting. Oh, it's the, it's the newest, coolest app, apparently. The newest, <laughs> like social media. Uh, when I went to Tennessee, I met some really, really awesome people. And one of the ladies there was a, uh, at, at one of the, the distilleries I went to. She was a her son was a, a musician and, and doing very well. Uh, AJ Cross, if anybody wants to reach out and look at his music, really, really awesome country singer. Um, and she had a lot of really cool tips and tricks. She's been in producing, she's written books. Um, and she's like, hey, like this individual invited me onto this, this uh, app. And it, it, I forgot who it was, but it was someone that I recognized. The name was a famous person and I was like, oh, that's like, you know, this person say, Oh yeah, I used to work with them doing my books and making the music. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's wild. Um, and so she ended up inviting me, um, to the app. And so I've been able to use it since. Um, that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. If, if, if you've got a link or something, I just looked it up on my phone on, 
And so I, I found it and it says, yeah, it says social media um, and uh, social networking. I'm sorry. And so, yeah, club clubhouse drop in. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I would definitely be interested in looking at that for, for future use for the work here. Um, I, I, um, the last few guests that I've interviewed, they've, um, they've expressed, they think it should be video. They think, uh, I need oh, to do, yeah. I need to, I needed post more video. And, and one of my guests, I haven't aired her episode yet. She'll be a season two, one of my season two episodes. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, she, you know, paid me a really nice compliment and said, you have a, you have a voice for TV. So she said, you should definitely do video. Um, so I, I you know, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, Aaron can help me out and, um, and help us transition, right. Continue to grow the podcast. Um, it's, um, you know, it feels nice. It feels like a, like a, like a, like a, like a child, like, you know, it's something that I've been nurturing over the last several months. I've been really blessed and fortunate to have amazing guests like you all. I look forward to all of, you know, the future guests that I'm going to get in the conversations that we have, but I'm, I'm really excited about where to take the podcast now. Where do I take it? How do I grow it? Um, how does it support some of the other work that I want to be doing in schools and in communities um, and just getting more folks um, to share their stories? Because um, I think there's just power in the stories that we have. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, you know, I want to be able to, to share, to share more of them. Yeah. I think you definitely, as you continue to grow this podcast, you, you, it's kind of, it's, I think it's kind of, it's, it's, it is, and it isn't a responsibility, right? You're, you are doing your best with, with your vision of what you have, but all, all these people who are tuning in, last I saw you had a lot of listens. It's like, all of the lives that you've touched or that your guests have touched uh, through you, uh, it's, it's, there's a lot of power in that. And, and it's all through word, right? Word of mouth. Um, but definitely something that I recognize with the way I watch podcasts is I gravitate towards the ones that have video. And so I've definitely um, pondered the idea as well. Uh, adding video would probably be a, a, good, a good thing. And that's, that's kind of the way things are going. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, if you all have any ideas, um, please, please shoot them my way. Let me know. Um, cause yeah, I, I'd, like I said, I want to, I want to grow it. I, I want to grow it. I love this stuff. Um, it is like, um, <laughs> you know, like I said, I think, I don't know that I shared this with you, Ben, but I know I, I know I've shared it with some of my guests, you know, when I talk to my students and, and, um, I always ask them, at some point, I, I, I ask him, you know, if you could have any job or anyone's job, what job would you like to have? And, and it always, they always ask me, sir, what, you know, what would you be doing if you weren't teaching? Because I love teaching and I love interacting with students and helping students along the way. But I told him, I said, I would, just, I would love to just have coffee with people and, and just talk. <laughs> and just, and just hear, hear their stories hear about their journeys and where are they coming from and where are they going and what have they learned along the way um, that I just find that so fascinating. So the, the podcast has been, you know, has allowed me to do that, given me that space. And of course there is the, the impact that it's had, but, but yeah, I, for me, this is, um, this has been an incredible treat. So if you guys, if you all think of any other ways to, to grow it, to take it to the next level, then yeah, please, please share. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we're, we're getting on TikTok, by the way. 
<laughs> I uh, should I by the way so TikTok speaking of TikTok should I download the TikTok I do not have a TikTok should I get a TikTok if, yeah I mean if you want it's definitely become a a time suck for me every now and then <laughs> that, I don't need that I don't need oh. something to suck suck my time but um, I'm all for like I would not be revisiting or rethinking Facebook if I didn't think okay I need to continue to grow and share the podcast yeah and it's it's a different audience um, you know and I, and I was telling I was telling my wife I said you know my I got off Facebook because I just felt like it was really negative just a lot of the stuff that I was seeing on there and getting on my feed and uh, and and immediately and and I shouldn't think this way right because I this is typically not how I think but immediately I thought okay if I'm if I post the podcast to Facebook I know there are going to be some people that are like well why haven't you interviewed this person or why did you interview this person and um, you know everybody's a critic everybody's a critic and is like you know that's um, that's not everybody you okay out there. <laughs> It sounded like somebody was falling. Oh, you know, like. good, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm uh, the podcast has got me rethinking things like other social media outlets like Facebook, like TikTok. Um, and so for the podcast to grow the podcast, grow the audience, I would definitely go that route. But otherwise, I don't think I'd be entertaining any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can definitely join on a more... I guess, quote unquote, like a like a corporate type of account where you're running it as the podcast versus it as the podcast. Hmm. So there's like there's less of a personal engagement, and it's more conservative. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> He's shoveling sand, I think. Oh I don't my know. god. Oh. Oh my god! Usually, I'm the one that's worried because I live in a house full of dogs, and I'm worried about my dog. You know, the dogs just start barking. Anybody crosses the street, the dogs start barking, and so I'm glad I'm not the one today <laughs> dealing with my dog. Um, I just got a new dog, so definitely that having a new puppy makes all sorts of noise. Oh man, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, Aaron, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to help me out with. Um, with getting uh, maybe getting that corporate account or some, or helping me figure out how to utilize like a business account to share the podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. There's the dog. There uh-huh. he is. <laughs> All right, there you go. They're, they're in the other room. Man, that is a that's a handful. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> Jay, just just to ask, what are some of the, the key or coolest things that you've learned or taken away or that you've shared with your students? Um, from the podcast? From the, from the podcast, yeah. Um, so uh, if I had to cut, like identify themes, and I, I've told some of the podcast guests, I said, I think I, think I want to write a book about season one. And, and do a book for every season. Um, one, networking. Everybody talks about networking. Everybody talks about um, the people that they meet. 
And, and we don't teach kids how to do that. Like some of us, I think, are natural connectors and we're natural network networkers. Um, I, you know, believe it or not, I was a shy kid even in school. I mean, I was I I didn't have trouble making friends, but I, you know, I was a little self-conscious. Um, I was quiet, believe it or not. And then in college, in college, I was I was by myself. I didn't go. Nobody else went to school with me. I didn't know anybody. And so I really like had to get out of my shell and go and talk. And I, I tell my students, it felt like I went door to door in my dorm room and was like, hi, I'm Jay Saldivar. And like just introducing myself. And so much so that like, like later on, I remember my junior year, um, I TA'd a class and some of my students in the class came to a house party at my, at my house, like the dorm where I was living. And we had, there was a, like capacity issues, right? So we couldn't let everybody into the party. So we had folks, we had like high, had to hire security and people were letting in. And so one, two of my former students show up and they're like, uh, we need to go to get inside. We know somebody inside. And, and they were like, well, who do you know? We know Jay Saldivar, friend to all. <laughs> and so like I, I um, like I, I had to, like that wasn't a skill that I had. Like I had to go and, I forced myself to get out of my shell and just talk to people. And, um, and that was a theme that a lot of the guests talked about. They talked about networking. They talked about connecting, you know, a number of my guests said the jobs that they've had is because of who they knew. And, you know, not that any of the guests like weren't qualified. They're all highly qualified people, but connections matter. And relationships matter. And I don't think we teach young people that enough, right? Like, so think about this. Think about this concept. And, and I, I don't know. I, I'm toying with this, and I want to use this. I want to go into schools and teach kids this. But, like, you take a, like, freshman, right? A bunch of, like, freshmen in high school. And you've got, you know, kids that are, quote, unquote, smart, because I have issues with the word smart, right? And you have the kids that are the, quote, unquote, troublemakers. And you've got all of these groups of kids. But imagine if you teach kids networking skills and you teach kids at that age or even earlier about the value of building relationships. And I'm convinced, I'm convinced, right, about mutual respect and, and being empathetic and, and, and oh, social, emotional intelligence. I, like, I think, man, you could really turn a corner with, um, with discipline, Right. If, if, if kids understand, right, how important relationships are. And of course, a two way street. Right. We need to see that from teachers, too. But if you if you're if you're showing respect to kids and then teaching kids to turn to the same thing and to think about how they build healthy relationships. Like, man, I think that could be really powerful. But we don't teach kids that. Right. We teach kids, well, you have to be good. Right. Because I said so. Or, you know, discipline is often this one way street. And I, I think it's much more relational. So there is the networking aspect. There is the um, taking advantage of opportunities. Right. That education doesn't happen to you. And I always tell my students this. I always say education isn't about me being passive and hoping. Right. People telling me what I need to know. It is about me getting out there and asking questions and being taking advantage of, of our natural curiosities. And, and, and we don't, we don't do that with kids. And I feel like, man, we, there's so many opportunities here 
to really help kids flourish. Um, even kids that are typically or historically are silent, the kids that are marginalized, um, you know, the, the kids that I grew up with and when one of our guests, one of our, our listeners here uh, is a friend of mine, went to high school with me. A lot of the kids that I went to school with that were marginalized, that were quote unquote troublemakers were really good connectors and had a lot of really good skills that the school didn't value. But man, had we empowered those kids, who knows what they would have accomplished? Because these were kids that were much more gifted socially than I was. And, and I, I think just, um, you know, could manage social networks better than I could at that age. Um, and, and, and yeah, we, we don't, you know, they, they were kids that were overlooked and we didn't do enough for them. So networking, um, taking advantage of opportunities, taking advantage of your natural curiosities, um, recognizing that it's okay that you don't have a plan. I mean, you have a, you have a plan in so much as I want to go to school because I want to learn. Um, I'm not quite sure about a major and that's okay, but you're also looking at what can I do to learn more about myself, about a major, about the opportunities associated with it. Um, you know, one of my guests said, I, my job didn't exist, right? She was speaking about her job and she said, my job didn't exist when I was in college, right? And for a lot of young people, the jobs that they're getting ready for don't exist yet. And, and that's exciting. And that's an opportunity to build excitement and build that curiosity and give kids and encourage kids to like take advantage of opportunities and to learn as much as they can. Um, about everything. Learn as much as you can about the world. I mean, Ben, look at your example. You know, Ben, for the for my guests that don't know, Ben, ben was a, I don't know, our world champion, Ben? <laughs> state champion? <laughs> what, who are you? Kind of both, yeah. So a world champion, state champion, power lifter from Ed Calchelsa, you know, my hometown, you know, went to A&M. And Ben, you can listen to Ben's story. who's the first episode on the podcast. You know, he's working on a master's degree, but now Ben is, has started a nonprofit and he's, he's got this cocktail business and he's got this home building business and, and none, you know, none of that except the nonprofit is related to what he studied. Right. Am I correct, Ben? You're correct. Yeah. But, but Ben, I, I love your story because you took advantage of every opportunity and every network that has come your way. And he was like, okay, what am I going to learn from this person? What am I going to learn from this relationship? And, and you figured out, right? Oh, man, I learned all of this. You know, I, you know this, this is getting me excited, giving me ideas about things that I'd love to do. Um, or maybe just even putting the idea in my head about possibly pursuing something. And, and I think that's a great thing. Um, I think that's something we can, we can nurture and, and, and build into to all kids. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I had a sense of what I was going to learn from the podcast and from my guests, um, and the interviews confirmed what I already knew, but I, I had the benefit of, I've been teaching young people for a long time, but I've also had the benefit of talking to a lot of people in a lot of different industries. And, um, so to be able to share that with students, but then to get confirmation 
from the people in the, in the quote unquote real world doing that work, I think has been a blessing um, and, an, and, a, and a benefit. Yeah. Very cool. That's definitely a loaded question, there, apparently. <laughs> no, that's a good. That's good. I, I, you know, even with this episode, um, guys, I, I didn't know where to go with it. But I, I just thought, let's just have a conversation. We can reflect on the on the first season of the podcast. We can get updates on you all, and then let's just see where the conversation takes us. Right? I mean, it was like that that roundtable that we recorded. And I had no idea where that was going to go, but I thought that was a good conversation. So, I think um, so as well. And, and one, one thing I want to touch on that you mentioned was, um, you know, take, taking advantage of all of these opportunities. Um, though I, I think I think there's a balance to that, right? I, I think I have done so many things, and I'm also trying to learn the violin. And I hired a coach to to teach me the Olympic movements. I, I want to my my next goal uh, in fitness is to go to the Olympics. Um, and so I'm trying to train, train for that. And so though I am doing all these things, um, which is really awesome and adventuring out and learning, I think there also comes a time where things start to drop off. Um, and so I'm still, and so I'm, I'm trying to learn that balance for myself. Like where, where do, where is my end point or where, where's my cap? Can I only do five things? But number six is the thing that if I take on number six and number three gets, um, put it like, I guess, in the back of the line. Um, and I think I've seen that a little bit with the podcast. Um, uh, you know, like be sitting here and doing this it, it, every single time that I get on a podcast, it, I really enjoy it. And this is something I really do. I want to continue to do. It's, it's something I enjoy. Uh, but unfortunately, because of all the other things I'm doing, it, it doesn't lend me time to do that uh, thing that I really enjoy. Um, and so I think, Though it is important to take all opportunities you have, also taking all those all those opportunities and then looking back and like, okay, yes, I took all these things, but was I able to balance all these things well? And if yes, then you know, continue chugging along. Maybe try, try another thing. Try another two things. Yeah. Um, just because my cap is six things doesn't mean that your cap is six as well. Your cap could be eight. Um, and, and, or your cap is three, and, and you do those three things really, really well, and I'll do my th my six things well, and that other person is going to do their eight. Um, but I think the only way to get there is, without a doubt, by, by taking all those by taking advantage of all those opportunities um, as they come your way. And even though it might be intimidating at times, I know it is for me all all the time. It's like, oh my gosh, like another LLC. Here we go. Like, do, do I really know what I'm doing? Like, I'm trying to employ people. And, like, okay, how do I employ people? I need to hire a CPA. And how do I hire a CPA? And it really is about who you know. Like, my my insurance person is uh, someone I know, and uh, my CPA is someone I know. And uh, all through personal training, uh, which is nice, uh, but. It really is all about who you know, but uh, it is going to be intimidating at times uh, with that, with any new endeavor that we that we go through. Um, never know what to expect, and I think that unknown is um, is a little uh, scary. But I don't know if this applies necessarily. But there, there's a quote I've been reading a lot of about stoicism, and uh, the quote is, "History acts upon us; we don't act upon it." And so, though we like, there, we go into all these situations with some sort of fear, there, there are external 
um, factors that are acting upon your situation that are either going to make it good or they're going to make it maybe not so maybe not so good. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, you're going to come out with a learning experience. Um, so live it up, you know, go and try it out. Yeah, I appreciate that, Ben. Thank you. Um, you know, you asked a, a while ago about lessons learned and, um, there's a, a really popular Ted talk, um, with, um, the gentleman's name is Simon Sinek and he talk, talks about finding your why. And I think one thing that I've learned from listening to my, to my guests is when they talk about their academic journey and their professional journey, I, I don't know that I would call it their why, but there's absolutely like a theme that connects everything they do. And I don't know that they're conscious about it. Like these are conscious decisions, but the work they do, the nonprofits, right? The extra stuff that they're doing, the, the things that they're all juggling, right? There is seem, there does seem to be a theme, right? And with everybody, that theme is different. Um, I know if I had to look back at my work, a lot of the, the theme that ties everything together for me is, is storytelling and, and relationship building. And so the storytelling that I do is about building those relationships. And my teaching is about relationships. I mean, if, if I had to go and, and think about like all of the, I've, you know, I'm, I'm going to enter my 20th year at the university as an instructor, the cornerstone of my teaching is building relationships. And so much of the work that I've done, whether it was serving on a nonprofit here or there or, or starting a business, even the consulting work that I do, the, the, you know, if people ask me, well, what's different about your consulting work versus another consultant, I would say for me, it is all about the relationships. Um, and so like, you know, I, I, I had assumptions and, and ideas about the, that there would be these themes but to see it, I feel like so clearly in everyone's story and to say, well, oh, I found it. I found this person's theme. Um, and I think I've shared that with you, I think, in, in, in like maybe not in, the, in our podcast interview, but maybe in like just private conversations about finding that theme. What is that thread that ties everything that you do together? Um, you know, because it's that, that those things that tie everything together, that, that thread that that gives us the most joy, that gives us the most satisfaction, the fulfillment, and that sustains us, right? And for some, for you, it sounds like there are a lot of things that are tied to that thread. And for some of us, it's one thing, it's two things, right? Um, but I think if you can identify what is that thread, um, I think you can find fulfillment in whatever you do, whatever you pursue. Um, but don't expect, I don't expect anybody to find that thread, like as an 18, 19 year old. Um, I think you need a little bit of life under your belt. Um, and to have a lot of those experiences that we've talked about to find that. I feel like we're really just starting when we turn 18, 19 years old. I don't know if that's just me. I feel like I'm still just starting the 24 years old, but yeah, I think, I think, Definitely in order to find that thread, you need to kind of venture out and do your own thing for a little while and maybe not be in a school system or at least whatever your school system is. Just kind of venture, doing life, just living life. Um, Absolutely. And I I like, I thank you, Ben, because I, man, I don't know. I work with 18 and 19 year olds and it's like, um, they almost feel anxious about they haven't figured things out. And I'm like, it's okay. Like you're not supposed to. I mean, 
you know, so I think our school system expects them to like make these real, these life changing decisions about what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And it's like, ha, ah, I'm 40, uh, 42 now. <laughs> I feel I'm just feeling comfortable with some <laughs> of the decisions that I've made with my life. And, and certainly at 18, 19, you know, um, I, you know, when I went away to college, I had no idea what I was going to do. And even I'm much less when I was graduating, when I was graduating, I had no idea what I was going to do upon graduation. And so it was out of fear that I stayed for a master's degree and just hoped, right. And I hoped that I would figure it out. Um, and fortunately, right. Because of the networks that I'd established, because of the opportunities that I took advantage of while I was in undergrad, you know, the, the, the job at the university was, was there for me, but that wasn't something I planned for. Right. And I think I've learned a lot along the way and learned a lot about myself. Heck, when I took the teaching job, I told myself, I'll do it for three years and then I'll do what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and hello, 20 years later. And it's like, mm, OK, I think I know what I'm supposed to be doing. But I couldn't have made that assessment at 23, 22, 23 when I started teaching. I couldn't have made that assessment then. I think that question, what are you going to do with the rest of your life, should not be in a counselor's vocabulary whatsoever. I, I think I know when the first time I got asked that question, I was like, oh, my God. What <laughs> if I don't know? Do you know? How does anybody know? The rest of my life, like, this is a big decision. I remember going home and just... Trying to be like, oh my god! I called my parents. I was like, I don't know, mom, dad. What what is it that I do for the rest of my life? How do I make this one decision right now? It's such a like it puts you in this situation where you feel like you have to define the rest of your life when there is no like just I don't know. There, it's just such a terrible. Uh, maybe not terrible. It's just a hard question to ask an eighteen, nineteen year old. I mean, gosh, that's just not fun. <laughs> it's yeah it's it's not fun and it's not fair either it's not there there's this idea i think that the kids in high school right they're being sold this idea that they got to rush toward it they have to have it figured out and they can they can do it as soon as possible right they can start taking college courses in high school and the kids are graduating with associates degrees and from my limited experience of like Welcoming, welcoming them, helping them transition into college, it's not always the best situation to be in to have two years under your belt and then you got to figure it out from there. Like, I, I think you would be lucky to, to know what you're going to do when you graduate after four years of college. But being a 20-year-old with a degree going out into the world, I couldn't imagine. Oh my gosh, you're so right. 20 years old going out into the world? Being 20 years old, there would have been no way. I mean... <laughs> I just I would have I would have had to go into a master's program. I, I don't think I maybe, <laughs> I don't think there would be another option for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes go, for, go ahead. You know, go ahead. I think sometimes that master's program isn't the best decision for that individual. They're just they're they're reaching at that point. They're like, well, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. I, I, I've been doing school for the last entire rest, like the entire life that I've been conscious I, I guess that's that's the next right step I guess and then it, that very well could not be the good the right step for that individual but they would have never known that yeah 
Yeah. I've got a, I've got a, a pending phone conversation with a former student this week to talk about like next step because they reached out to me and said they want to do a master's program and, and, you know, they, they, they haven't, I don't know, they, they're ready to jump into that next stage. Um, so I'm looking forward to that conversation and just hoping, hoping to provide that perspective, like just some perspective for her. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't know if the master's is, is the right thing for her right now. Um, right. But, um, but I'm happy and eager to have that conversation, but yeah, I, I think, um, and, and this is, you know, cause our, our guests are wide ranging and I think there is a benefit for some kids, right. To get those two years. And especially if you can get them paid for just because oh, yeah. the cost of college is ridiculous. Um, but I think, you know, I remember when I was in the school board and we were getting ready to, 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 to get a designation as an early, quote unquote, early college high school so that our students could get, could get the, the, those two years under their belt. But I remember, you know, being the president of the school board and telling the principal, like, can we please ensure that we're giving kids really good counseling advice? Like, I, I like just giving kids some really good advice and putting things into perspective and, and helping helping them feel less anxious about I've got to have it figured out or I'm going to be 20 going into the workforce, not sure about my pathway. Mm -hmm. Right. Just having those conversations that I think like we just don't have with young people. Um, the conversation seems to be so one-sided about what are you going to do with the rest of your, you know, you've got to pick a major and you've got to pick a path. And I think we need to, we need to encourage kids to think and to have conversations about opportunities and, and when what they could be doing, what they could be thinking about, what are some of the opportunities they could be taking advantage of. And that if they're not sure, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with them if they don't know, because most people don't know. I think the people that know um, and good for them are in the minority. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. And yeah, it's, it's, it's about having those conversations, right? You said good counseling. I think we have these types of conversations behind closed doors about what we should do, what we should offer them, but then uh, not include the students until it's time for the big question. Like Ben said, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? Yeah. There was, there was no buildup. It was just boom. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, like I said, the podcast has given me um, some much needed perspective some much needed confirmation and um, reaffirmation of this work and the value of this work. Um, and so, like I said, and this is for anybody that's listening, that listens to this episode, anybody that, that um, follows the podcast, you know, reach out, you know, send me some thoughts, give me some advice. Um, let me know how you think I can maximize the power of this podcast. Um, and how we can get it into more people's hands and maybe even just create a space for young people to have these valuable conversations that, that maybe otherwise they're not having or they're not having till much later in, in life. Um, please, please reach out to me. I'd love to, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So we are just over an hour. Any final thoughts Closing thoughts um, from each each of you. That was the fast hour. 
<laughs> it goes by really fast. <laughs> Gosh. And Aaron, do you have anything? Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it, it's good to have these moments of self-reflection. I mean, thank you, Jay, for allowing us to come on and do it here. Um, just kind of sit back and kind of refocus, right? Just look where we're headed, why we're headed here, how we got here. And kind of remember, like, I mean, I think a year ago, I was at a very different place, right? And even the last time we had this conversation, I was at a very different place. I was tired with my job as much as I loved it. And I loved the people and my bosses and my coworkers. Um, I was definitely not my best self. I was very tired and annoyed. And I think um, as stressed as I am right now and as much impending doom I'm going to feel later today, I think it's helped me just kind of look forward again and take those risks. You know, maybe my apartment isn't going to be the best place for the best value. And it might be bumpy a few months going in there, kind of figuring out work. How am I going to support myself? But still, I'm going to be going to school for something I want to do, something I know I fell in love with in my undergrad. And it's it's two years. It's a trial run. Maybe I'll fall in love with Boston. Maybe I want to get the hell out of there. But at the very least, I'll have experienced it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Ben, any thoughts? I just want to definitely first thank you for for having both Aaron and I on here today. Uh, thank you for what you're doing. Uh, this this definitely motivates me and inspires me uh, to continue growing my podcast as well. It's just it's it's really cool to see you continue doing this, and I feel like yeah, you were already a good speaker, but I feel like you can tell that you've become a better speaker, and so it's really cool to see that you're practicing your craft and getting better at it. Um, it's, I think, a, a lot to come in the future, hopefully, um, for you and for, for all your listeners and hopefully what you continue to do helps people across all walks of life. And we can look back a year from now and listen to this episode and be like, man, what, where we have come, um, I think that'd be really cool to continue to to have these roundtable discussions and so just wish all the best to you and thank you to all your listeners and for tuning out thank you thank you to both of you and and ben yeah maybe in a, maybe in a year we can have this conversation in uh, in my bar <laughs> that'd be nice <laughs> um yeah no thank you thank you to both of you um um thank you for your contributions thank you for your time and uh, your stories and um, to the listeners out there, thank you. Thank you for those of you that have, that have joined me on this journey. It is, um, it, with all sincerity, it is, for me, this is a blessing. I am so grateful to have this opportunity and this platform and to be able to share the stories of amazing people that I am, I am fortunate to know and to, who, who I've crossed paths with, with and have built great relationships with. And so I'm looking forward to the next season. I'm looking forward to sharing more wonderful stories, maybe revisiting old ones. Um, but again, thank you. Thank you to all the listeners out there. Um, this concludes. This concludes season one. 
of the Way to College podcast. Stay tuned for uh, for season two. It'll be coming in a few weeks. So thank you again. You all have a wonderful night, and we will be seeing you all. Bye-bye. Bye.